1: Action Tribe, I've got a quick gift for you before we get started. You see, one of my goals with my seven chakras is to make chakra energy work really simple, fun and enjoyable. Because sometimes it can get a bit overwhelming and abstract, right? But the moment you start sensing your subtle energies and feeling your seven major chakras, you start looking at energy healing in a whole different light, literally. And that's why I recently sat down and recorded a 15-minute HD video on how to activate your subtle energies and sense your seven chakras. In fact, I walk you through three powerful methods that will help you unlock and activate your subtle energy sensitivity within minutes so that you can start sensing your biofield energy. And you're going to love this. To get started for free, visit my forward slash 1111. That's our website my7chakras.com forward slash 1111 my7chakras.com forward slash 1111 I'll talk to you soon. My 7 Chakras Episode 268 Your task is not
2: to seek for love but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. The 7 Chakras Swirling vortices of Energy
1: What's up Action Drive, AJ here, host and founder of My 7 Chakras, the show where we provide you ancient wisdom, inspiring stories and action steps that will help you transform your life. So if you're new to our show, then I want to give you a warm, warm welcome. And if you've already not downloaded our reading list, which is based on books that have been recommended on the show, then go to my readinglist forward slash reading list. It's very simple. To download this free downloadable PDF document, go to my7chakras.com forward slash reading list. And with that out of the way, uh, let's bring on our guest for today, Michael Aubrey. So, Michael, are you ready to inspire? Yes, I am. Great, great. So, Michael Aubrey is the creator of Visions of Art. Visions of Origin Art, which supports people in experiencing their inner radiance and embodying their true presence. His art is inspired by the light of existence and is an expression of his personal journey of inner transformation. He has a BFA from Artist College of Art and Design and has been painting his visions since 2003. His work has been widely known as known at many art exhibits and transformational events and yoga festivals. And he also facilitates group meditations with his art, which offer participants an experiential journey of intimately exploring their inner universe through the intelligence of their energy and their body. Uh, Aubrey is a visionary artist who paints images that invoke peace within the heart and a sense of majesty, supporting people in having felt experiences of their power and their beauty, right? So this is going to be an exciting uh, journey today, an exciting conversation today as we explore Uh, the different uh, elements of life of the universe of the world around us energy uh, the quantum uh, space and everything uh, beyond that right so it's going to be a lot of fun on today's episode and in case you're wondering uh, this is not his first appearance his first appearance was way back on episode 57 and today we are at episode 259 uh so a long time in the podcasting world and to listen to that previous episode visit my forward slash Michael M Y K A L. That's my forward slash Michael. But if you're a regular listener and you if you already listened to that episode, uh, then let's begin today's conversation. So thanks a lot for joining me, Michael. Thank you very
2: much for having me. It's an honor to be here.
1: Great, great. So as you know, uh, we always begin our episodes with some inspiration. So As on today, what is your favorite inspirational quote and how do you apply it in your life?
2: Well, the quote is, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. And that is by Rumi. And, you know, for me, it really is when I experience any type of resistance, pain within my body, within my energy, that is the signaling to me that, in a sense, that is that barrier
1: mm-hmm.
2: that that is subconsciously in in my mind that has presented itself for me to get in touch with, acknowledge, honor, and and transmute essentially and to come into more of the love that I already am, and so. The various ways through meditation um just, just simply also being present with with myself with my energy and, and specifically those challenge challenging energies and feelings and emotions that come up and so that's like you know an overview essentially of um how i navigate it and how i look upon those experiences
1: wonderful thanks a lot for sharing and i think it's a really profound Statement, quote, which really is not just uh, spending all of your time and attention seeking love, but also becoming mindful of some of the uh, things that are preventing you from actually embracing love, which might be uh, an energetic uh, block, or a resistance, or a mindset limitation, or a stuck memory, or some emotion, all of which can act as barriers from you truly embracing that love that is already there within you. And right. uh, this is a really, really uh, amazing to note. So thanks a lot for reminding us. Uh, so, uh, Michael, how did you become an artist? Like, where did it all begin?
2: Um, well, really, it all began, I would say, the day I was born. Uh, it's something that has been in me uh, since the very beginning. And it's really all I've ever really have been inspired to to create in my life and um, and it's just yeah, it's been my biggest like uh, creative joy for sure
1: wonderful what if I, I know it's hard to sometimes uh, uh, have childhood memories and some of the memories I'm sure are really really clear in your mind right so yes. going back in time, what is what is the most uh, I guess memorable experience of you as a child? As and, and as an artist uh, in, in some way
2: <laughs> well let's say with my art you know when I was younger I remember like my first experiences that I remember doing my artwork was when I would draw animals okay. and I just I love to draw animals and specifically I really got into drawing owls um, it came upon me that I had this deep, really deep connection with owls and we had an owl that would visit us in our backyard at night And there was just this sense every time I would hear it um, hoot that it was just this calling that I felt within me, and I didn't have words for it at the time. Yeah, but um, and that's what inspired me to um, start drawing owls, and it was just like owls all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh so and that was a a very um, there was a joy in that, but even deeper than the joy, there was this this sense of um, communing and connecting with myself. In a certain way that doing the artwork and specifically the animals and like yeah. that represented for me, um, like getting in touch with my true nature.
1: Wow, that's amazing. I mean, uh, so what do you draw from it? Like what symbolism do you draw draw from your uh, drawing <laughs> owls? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, for me, well, I can say my through my connection with owls and kind of my awareness of what they are reflecting You know, in me or what they symbolically represent to me is a certain depth of awareness, um, Mm. of presence, and of beingness, and uh, the clarity, also a clarity Mm. of vision. Yeah, Uh, there's just something. There's something very magical um, about them that gets invoked within me every time I encounter them. And so, yeah, I feel. I feel like for me, when I was drawing them when I was younger, it was definitely a part of. It was part of the larger frustration for me to get in touch with my own um, presence and, you know, through that, through those experiences of drawing them.
1: Wonderful, wonderful. I mean, uh, it's not very often that I see an owl, but the last time I saw an owl, I was in, um, in actually what is a gift of Vancouver, uh, which is the Lynn Valley uh, National Park, uh, Lynn Valley Canyon. And if everyone has been there as soon as you enter the lynn, uh, lynn valley canyon you're immersed in uh, this dense forest uh and you can hear the wa- you know the the the, the, um, the little river or the large river depending on where you are uh, you know you can hear the water you can hear the trickle you can hear all these different uh sounds in the forest and as i was going through one part there was this guy with an owl on his hand and he was explaining. Um, you know, the significance of the owl and, you know, how it behaves and how it behaves, uh, especially at night. And it's, you know, how uh, some of the animals that it preys on. So basically explaining the owl. And the moment that you look at the owl, it feels as if it can see through you, right? So it's got a very amazing presence. Uh, When I was a kid, I used to, I used to, draw fishes so for some reason i was hooked on oh, wow. drawing fish again <laughs> yeah. and again and again and that's what people told me and this was when i was very young but later on uh when i was i guess in sixth to seventh grade what i used to really enjoy drawing was actually an imaginary animal which is a phoenix mm. which is with its two uh wings on either side um, yes. but uh, yeah thanks a lot for sharing now your artwork is called Visions of Origin. So what does that mean to you? And uh, you know, how did you end up, end up naming it that way?
2: Well, the name came to me uh, many, many years ago, actually pretty much when I first started doing this work. And mm-hmm. it speaks to two things. Um, one is the paintings themselves, that they are visions that come to me that for me represent the origins of my being, the origins of, of all of our beings and of the universe itself there's in that what i what i mean by that is there's a presence a light and an intelligence that's beyond dark and light and anything that we can experience with our senses that is holding in a sense this entire experience Mm. and of the earth our bodies you know everything that we can see taste touch and smell and also everything that is expressed everything that we create in this world and so that inception point or that that field of primal presence and energy is what i'm called to flow through me in a way and express through my paintings and also what that the name visions of origin represents is the fact that each and every one of us is a manifested vision of the source that created us mm mm-hmm. So we are always held, always seen in the light of perfection from which we were created from. Wonderful. And so it's also a reminder um, of that through just the name itself and, of course, through each of my paintings that come through.
1: Got it. Got it. Now, now on the same topic, talk to us about the universal energy field and how it impacts your artwork.
2: Well, I would say how it impacts my, my work is that it it's something that came and comes through me in a way so that it's very, it's like I have a felt experience of mm-hmm. this energy and how it comes yeah. through. And it's, when I'm painting, when I'm in the midst of doing a painting, there's like, I would say my, the part of the painting that brings like the most joy is when I'm painting the light and when that comes through there's I me mean, do my best to describe it but there's a vibration and energy mm-hmm. it's very subtle and when I get to the point of doing the light and the luminosity and painting that there's it, it's there it really is its entire its its own space mm-hmm. and you know like that's how I experience it and then there's the flow that that comes through when I'm actually doing the painting and I feel like is in in some way imbued onto the canvas, and right. so there's we all have we all are it. Of course, we all have access to it to this yeah. energy. And so I feel like that is something that when is when people then view the work, then there's um, this
1: kind
2: of automatic like innate trigger response. Mm-hmm. that they have within themselves that is, right. is somehow like transferred in a way um, you know some type of transmission in a way from mm. the painting you know to to their senses so right. it it's it's also speaks to the fact that this this universal energy is exactly that universal so it's everywhere and everyone
1: yeah
2: and it, and it is everything so yeah. when someone views one of my paintings and has that experience, it's simply that energy, in a sense, recognizing itself yeah. through mm-hmm. the form of the individual and, you know, being expressed through the form of the painting.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, so. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, uh, I think paintings in general and in particular, your paintings allow the viewer to access a state of rapture and awe. Or maybe a proportion of what you experience it while painting, or in the process of painting, right? And I think it's yes. like a shortcut for them to just look at it and access that, like you mentioned, state of vibration yes. uh, that you went through, or maybe yes. get a portion of it. Now, uh, speaking of universal energy field and, and speaking of something that is that is it, which is the chakras. Uh, so, how do the chakras influence the art that you create? Because I've seen many of your paintings, including the chakra series. Uh, which feature one or maybe more of the energy centers. So, so talk to us a bit about that. Well, that
2: was my, f I yeah, the first series of paintings that I created was called Light 7 Sacred Portraits of the Chakras. And yeah. that was the kind of doorway, gateway opening to all the work that I do now. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, and so it was, I began that series in 2003. And uh, it was a you know, 15-month journey of doing each painting Uh, like one after another and as I was doing each painting I was also you know going through my own personal experience traveling through through my energy centers getting to know them Mm. you know experiencing you know different challenges in association with each one of them and uh, there but I would say within my experience of each one of my energy centers yeah there is this it was that same like primal origin light intelligent energy that i could feel like and so then that's what drove me to create the paintings even through you know whatever all the different challenges that i was having Mm -hmm. at that time and there was just this momentum where i just i I just no matter what i was going to get those paintings done and Mm -hmm. that's the energy that i'm talking about that i'm paint from that's the energy that actually has birthed us. That's the yes that has created us to even exist at all. And specifically mm-hmm. in these human forms that is always here and supporting us. And so the each of the energy centers, I feel like, is an expression of that universal energy, light, intelligence being mm-hmm. expressed through our human body and our human experience and all the different levels that we experience it in supporting us in who we are, you know, from our root to our crown, from our crown to our root. And it's opening to that. I feel like is, it really is the gateway to experiencing more of what we are beyond our identities, beyond um, conditions in our life, beyond our feelings, Mm -hmm. beyond our subconscious mind, all of that. We're so much more, Then all of those things, and yet at the same time, all of those aspects of our experience are totally valid and worthy as well, because it all makes up the wholeness that we are in every moment.
1: Right, right, right. And as you mentioned, each of these paintings took about fifteen months, right? And so I'm guessing that in the process of doing these paintings and ascending the chakras, you yourself were getting healed, right? Because I guess you were forced to go through the experiences and go through the inner work. Yes, that was needed. Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: yeah, and it was something that I hadn't even planned to do either. That
1: was another thing, <laughs> you know. It was like right, right, right.
2: it just—it really just came upon me, and it was—I just, you know, I—I I knew that I was to do it, and um, yeah, it was an amazing, amazing 15 months for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of my listeners, uh, people in our community say that, you know, I want to do chakra healing, but it takes a lot of time. So your experience speaks to the level of patience, I guess, that you had in order to not only go through the experience, but to persist and... Say to yourself that you're going to complete it, no matter what happens, right? And yeah, even if it takes yeah. time, you're going to do it, <laughs>
2: <laughs> right? Exactly. And you know, I had the, I had the joy of the paintings, you know, like pulling me along, you know, because I wanted to see them complete, and I just, yeah. I had to get this out, you know, I just, I knew it, and so, you know, there was definitely that, um, that flowing inspiration, you know, and it, it is, it, it does, in a way, take time, you know. We're yeah. here in this linear time frame reality and and some level experiencing that flow of you know kind of evolving time through space yeah and at the same time it's you know just simply like breathing into ones you know someone breathing into their their root chakra energy center Mm -hmm. and then just like softening into that space and in a moment one can find that energy and actually feel the response of that energy center and supporting them, and, and whatever energetic, you know, message that energy center might have for them as they tune into it. So, you know, of course, it's always an evolving, eternally evolving process and unfolding to um, experience and explore more of what we are. And I feel, you know, the energy centers of our bodies. The it, it's so. I mean, this whole experience is miraculous, right? But it's like mm-hmm. it's such a beautifully uh, intelligent system and how how it works and moves with the actual physical tissues of our body and yeah. creates and promotes healing and well-being of our yeah. body but we, it's our, it's our choice and it's in a way to us to tune into them um so that then they can in a way support us even more yeah uh, and so it, it can really be very you know also very very simple to like tune into them and actually
1: feel the benefit of each of the centers got it so thanks a lot for sharing i mean it's really fascinating the chakras these vortices of energy these whirlpools of energy that are able to uh, connect uh, us to the physical as well as to the energetic connect our physical bodies to the dao to the universe around us and again like we're learning today um, it's a process uh, it you need to let it take as much time as it needs, because as you mentioned earlier, it's not about just uh, seeking love, but it's about uh, being mindful or becoming mindful of some of the blockages, some of the things that are clogging your experience of receiving love and working on them.
2: Yeah. And what's interesting about that too, is like those resistances and blocks that we all feel, you know, those challenging moments of of feeling really uh, intense pain or suffering you know, or feeling stuck, you know, in a certain yeah. like you know emotion that just really, just doesn't feel good at all to be in. It's like that being like, being present with those experiences. In a sense, we are then giving love to those aspects of ourselves, mm-hmm. and so it's interesting how, in a way, like acknowledging that which we would perceive as not love by being present with it yeah like then that's the expression of that love upon that and then there's that i feel like a a meeting you know between our hearts and the love Mm -hmm. that we are and these other aspects that may be challenging and uh it's just it's amazing i feel like how like how it works like that
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Now, now, who are these beings, there, if I may put it that way, that you feature on these paintings? I mean, they look pretty lifelike. Uh, it seems like they're looking directly at you. And they have a way of uh, piercing through to you. So, you know, is, a, is there a story behind this?
2: Yes, there is, actually. Well, you know, before I started the series, how it all came to be it was, well, first, I hadn't painted in years. I oh, had okay. been doing my advertising work. Um, I went to art college, you know, as you had mentioned, and after I graduated, uh, I actually wasn't inspired to do any painting or drawing, and yeah. um, but I did go into advertising. So I went into advertising, was doing you know graphic design work for about eight years, and then one day I was inspired to paint again. And at this point, I had been doing yoga, and you know i had been learning about the chakras, and there's something about it that felt familiar to me, and you know I started reading about them, so it was very much like in my awareness. And so I had the idea of like doing this painting on this little piece of wood I had in my house and I painted like this woman's face and I put the uh Sanskrit symbol for the third eye chakra at her third eye point and uh, there was like some very very basic like rays of mm. light you know emanating out from that. Yeah. And but when I was doing the painting I there's the, there was a joy and a bliss that was flowing through me that was it feel like something I had not experienced before, and I also felt like there was this presence that was guiding me in the painting, and that was also something that was new to me, and so it was just you know, amazing and amazing, really beautiful experience, um, really connecting with my own energy in a yeah. in a really ecstatic way. And after I did that painting, I showed it to my sister, and she's like, you know, you should do one for each one of the seven chakras. Oh. And it was like she reminded me of this agreement that I had to do the, these paintings. And so I began the paintings, and in terms of the beings, my experience is that they are an actual like living, yeah. energetic entity. And mm. so it was very much the process of me connecting with myself, but also connecting with these other I would say energy forms. And yeah. so they were just like the small first painting that I did. They were also informing me in each one of the, the seven, you know, chakra paintings in terms yeah. of the, the features and the look of the painting. And it was, there's, it was very much guided. I mm-hmm. you know, like a co-creation a collaboration in a way between myself and each one of these beings that represented each one of these yeah. uh, energy centers to like basically kind of pers- personify each, each energy center. And I feel like the reason why they came through as face, as human faces, was to give people a way to relate to the energy right. centers. So it wasn't like just some out there like esoteric concept, you know, right. or or energy. It was something that was like face to face, you know, yeah. like eye to eye, like that you could actually look at the painting and like gaze into, you know, in a very familiar way, a very familiar form to use. Um, like template, so to speak, you know, to get in touch with one's own energy centers in that way and have it maybe not be something that feels um, foreign or scary or daunting or overwhelming.
1: Yeah, yeah, because sometimes the... And that I think uh, I've experienced as well and I've seen as well. Sometimes when you uh, have discussions about spirituality, it ends up becoming very esoteric and abstract. And what ends up happening is that the people who are on this pursuit of uh, you know embarking on the spiritual world end up with a shelf of books, right? And so it becomes an intellectual pursuit. uh, When, uh, as we've reminded by so many people, including Joseph Campbell, that spirituality is a subjective experience, and it's an experience. uh, And it has to be very relatable. And it's great that you have uh, a a human touch to it so that people are able to relate uh, to these elements of consciousness that are within us. Now, speaking about simple, uh, what were or who were some people that inspired you as a child?
2: As a child, my mom. Okay. Um, for sure. Uh, Paramahansa Yogananda.
1: Hmm.
2: Um. Yeah, those are those are two that come that come to mind initially. You know, really strongly. Um, she would actually take us to uh, Self Realization Fellowship. Oh, okay. um, this center that he created, and so. Uh, I have a lot of very young, you know, memories of right. um, being there sitting in the sanctuary. And um, yeah, it was a very beautiful experience of uh, uh, I could just feel the energy of I it. Mean, it just it yeah. felt so good and loving. And um, so definitely, you know, made an imprint on me, you know, from from very young.
1: Right. I, I mean, I believe it, too. I mean, no matter where you go, there are certain places that you go and visit that have a way higher Energetic resonance and vibration, and as soon as you go there, you're able to feel it, right? Yes. So whether it's uh, a sanctuary, like you mentioned, whether it's a, uh, you know, whether it's an ashram or sometimes temples, the way it's designed also makes a difference, right? Uh, it just right. is able to tap into some energy that you're able to feel, and the fact that you went there at such a young age, at such a malleable age, um, where you are right. influenced by so many ideas, I'm sure that left an imprint in you, which 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 reflects in your paintings. now, I'm sure people who are listening to this uh, and in fact, before going to the next question, I wanted to just remind someone who's listening to the show right now that this is this is an example that no matter what age you are at, especially if you're pursuing a job or a vocation that that really isn't you and you feel it right now and you want to make a change, uh, uh, you know it's it's never too late uh it's never le- too late to get in touch with uh, what used to excite you and make you happy as a kid, whether it's art or crafts or some sort of creative pursuit. Uh, it's never too late uh, because age is just in the mind.
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like, yeah. And, and there's no need to you know, put it off any longer either. You know, it's like if it's still there knocking on your door, knocking on your yeah. heart's door, you know, it's definitely it's it's time, you know, it's saying, yes, I'm here, let's go, let's do this. And, you know, it wants, <laughs> there's there's something that wants to be expressed and beyond even what we are even consciously aware of. Right. There's something beyond that that is actually wanting to come through. A lot of times it, it'll, you know, these energies that we feel will use a certain form, you yeah. know, and have us be inspired to create something or do something, you know, in a particular way. But really there's something so much larger that's actually wanting to come through. And so it's like, I feel like if we don't allow that, and don't create that thing or right. do or express that that poem or writing or book or whatever it is, then it's like we are not then allowing ourselves, allowing that greater energy to flow through that who knows where it could take us
1: yeah, and also I mean I think uh you know as an artist it's um uh, it's like we live in a contradictory world sometimes right I mean it's like you want to be inspired and you want to be drawn by whatever it is that inspires you. But at the same time, you want to add an element of routine so that you're able to tap into these moments. So, you know, what process do you use to get into flow? Or do you even have a process uh, by which you can find your inspiration for your paintings?
2: Um, Well, in terms of the inspiration for my paintings, it's pretty much always here with me and and flowing through. I mean, I would say in terms of uh, something I do on a daily basis is meditate. Okay. Just to really like tune into my energy, check in with myself, and uh, feel basically like where I'm at, you know, what's what I'm needing, and and um and that's one aspect. There's many different things that I do with med- my meditation, um, yeah. but with before I do start a painting, I will sit with it, and you know, I would gaze at it and listen to what it wants to, um, wants for me to create with it in that next session. So
1: in your inner mind, you mean you, you would gaze at it in your mind. Is that what you mean?
2: Uh, no, I visually look at it, but it's also, I'm gazing it with my mind too, isn't it as I have my eyes open, because that's like the listening aspect where it's like, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm also like looking within at the same time. Yeah. And then like listening for what, what is, what's to come through or what, but part of the painting I'm to work on. And so And that's something that I I always normally do, like before each painting session.
1: Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks a lot for sharing. It's always fascinating to sort of get into the painter's mind, right? The artist's mind and understand what process uh, they follow or what uh, inspires them and how they go about it. Um, So thanks a lot for sharing. Now, like we spoke about earlier, the artwork that you do. The energy of it is very unique and very otherworldly, if I may put it that way. Um, So so have you ever had an intense spiritual experience or awakening that contributed to um, whatever you're doing? Maybe if you could tell us where were you and what's the story like?
2: Yes. Well, I would say what comes to mind uh, when I was actually in the process of doing the Chakra series, I was experiencing um, when I was asleep, I would have these, what I I came to call them infusion sessions. And so essentially what would happen is I would be asleep and there I would become slightly conscious and aware that I was asleep. But then there was this like, um, like a split moment afterwards. I would feel all this electricity moving through my body, through my system. And it was quite intense and it also involved like some, some shaking and, you know, it was, it was definitely nothing that I had ever, um, experienced, you know, before. And it was kind of, it was kind of shocking to be honest. And I was like, you know, what is this? But it, I was remember like, you know, it would die down. It would like, it would dissolve like through experience. And then I would feel the sense of like peace and calm afterwards. And, um, you know, and I was also, you know, in this process of like opening up to my energy and opening right. up to to my own electrical field. And so those processes, I feel like we're, were just simply a part of, of my awakening and having a more felt experience and really also like recalibrating my physical body to be able to then receive more of this light and this energy, you know, and I'm also at the same time, you know, having this awareness that there are these other beings that I'm interacting with that aren't in this world. And so there was, there was that like awareness as well. And so I know there was even beyond my conscious mind and recognition of what was going on, there was something even far beyond that, that was actually happening. And um, they were very supportive, like I said, very supportive experiences, but very very trippy too. Like sometimes I would, I, and sometimes the experiences would, they would just be like black and I would just be feeling this electrical charge through my system. Yeah. Sometimes I would also see in my mind's eye, like a, a geometry that was also vibrating, like along with the sound that I was hearing like in my ears Okay. and um, it would like move and vibrate and change. And so um, that was really interesting as well to have like kind of this, this visual to go along with it. And, uh, that was, I mean, I would say in terms of in that on for, for like it happened every so often, you know, it was, it was kind of a regular thing
1: at that time. Wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. Thanks a lot for sharing. Um, are you into lucid dreaming at all? I mean, do you, do you lucid dream?
2: Um, sometimes I have those experiences yeah at times I've never I don't really like intentionally you know decide to do that like before I go to sleep or something but yeah sometimes it right. will like naturally happen and they're always fun right. though I, I enjoy them a lot so it's a, it's a really fun like <laughs> sensation you know <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, totally. I mean, I'm I'm really fascinated by uh, lucid dreaming, and I've been wanting to learn more about it, especially Tibet uh, Tibetan yoga of dream, Tibetan dream yoga. And what they say is uh, that the highest form of uh, meditation is when you are able to awaken lucidly and realize that you're in a dream, uh, but do so in a way that you then go to meditate or you do yoga while in your dream, realizing that everything around you. Is nothing but a figment of your imagination, uh, or maybe a different uh, world. Who knows? But uh, right. well, that's, well, that's quite uh, that's quite uh, fascinating. And maybe in your case, you could you know start painting uh, while being lucidly aware, and then you can pluck out you know colors from the sky or the, or the surroundings <laughs> right. around you. That would be quite a right. uh, experience.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and actually, that is really what it feels like when I am painting. When okay. I get to a certain when I'm at it when I'm in a certain zone you know okay. and there's a certain energy flowing it's it it does feel lucid it's like i'm there i'm totally present mm. and there is this very dreamlike quality and experience that i have with it and it's it's really fun <laughs> you know it's like it's yeah. a lot of fun to uh to experience that and and to feel the energy of it too. Cause for me, it's all about the energy, you know, like yeah. this whole, we are all, we are energy beings and this whole universe is energy. So everything's energy. You know, the universe doesn't really speak language, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of like the different languages from cultures, you know, it speaks the, the language of energy. And mm-hmm. so for me, when I'm going into a painting, it's always about tuning into the energy of the painting that is to come through even more so than the image. Mm-hmm. And, then I'm really in tune when I'm in tune with the energy. And sometimes I'll I'll have this vision in my head and I'm I'm wanting to like capture a certain effect. And sometimes I can kind of get in the way of me feeling the energy. Then I have to surrender, let go, totally let go. We will walk away from the painting yeah. and then come back to it, fully surrendered, tuning into the energy. And then boom, it's there and it's speaking. And then I go and it's effortless, you know, and it's just like life. Yeah. It's like, it's we are more energy than we are matter yes and it's that energy that intelligence that information that is specifically for us in each one of our lives for us to tap into that is here for us for exactly what we've each have come here to do and create uniquely and tapping into it tuning into it then life does become that lucid dream and because it really is all that you know life all of life is spirituality. I don't care where you're sitting on the couch watching TV, where you're on a mountaintop meditating. Uh, you know, it's all spirituality. There's no way to, yeah. you know, to not be that. So <laughs> it's like, just like surrendering to that. Saying, "Okay, here we are in these bodies, in this moment. There is an intelligence that woke each and every one of us up this morning. Yeah, you know, for us to be here, that is beating our hearts, that are breathing our lungs. Somehow, our hearts have kept beating throughout our entire sleep
1: mm-hmm.
2: and here we are in this life in these forms and i feel like this this is the grand lucid dream you know it's like yeah. here we are in it and it's so much it's so amazing that there's so much we can do there's so much color to our experience and what we are and vibration and energy and like you know but having the light of awareness about what we are i feel like is it makes all the difference in the world when we can really like tune into that energy and that intel- living intelligence and yeah. listen for its guidance and, and open to its love that it has for us, that it's always holding us in a space of utter, unconditional love in every moment, no matter what is happening. And even the vibrations of resistance, fear, pain, or suffering, whether it's physical pain, emotional pain, mental pain, whatever it is, that is that energy holding us in a vibrational state and looking upon us in a state of utter love and compassion. Otherwise, we would not and could not feel the resistance to that and the pain that comes along with the resistance. So it's an amazing, I feel, gift in in, in like... Reality that that we are and that we are living in, you know, to be have this immediate feedback system when we're thinking something, feeling something that is not in line with who and what we really are, and then in any moment then we can shift into into a blended state of our inner being, and then experience what it is actually experiencing of us, which is joy, in a sense of peace and love and expansion, um, but also the 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 resistances and the fears is also are part of that expansion too so it's about like being okay with that as well because it's just part of the experience like nothing has gone wrong we're not off track um because we may feel something less than joy or feel something other than gratitude you know yeah. or, or feel not inspired you know that's it's it's all part of again like this worthy valid uh, wholeness that we are
1: so there you go, Action Tribe. Uh, we are learning today that no matter what you do, especially if it's a new pursuit, then first make sure that you're tuning in to the energy. Even if you don't know what that, uh, what that entire project looks like visually, first tune into the energy and let it uh, you know flow through you. And the other thing we're learning also is that, um, you know, we're living in a paradoxical world when, where we need both sides of uh, the DAO, right? You need the white and the black. And so unless you know what sadness feels like, you won't really be able to uh, understand what true joy and triumph feels like. Unless you go through challenges, you won't be able to taste uh, what it tastes like to feel success. And uh, you need both. You need uh, sometimes to go through despair in order to really understand what uh, true happiness and bliss feels like so no matter what situation you are in life or, or where you find yourself in life uh, if you're in a difficult stuck position um, just know that uh, hope and faith uh, are there with you and it was always within you all the time and that uh, greatness lies ahead of you is just about uh, tuning into the energy uh, giving attention to whatever emotion and feeling that you're going through acknowledging it and then embracing something more uplifting and powerful
2: Yes. And, and on that note, I also want to want to share that our inner beings are always with us, experiencing everything that we're experiencing along with us. Mm. You know, that we're never really separate, even though we feel we're separate. And yeah. um, it's you'll never walk alone. Essentially, you'll mm-hmm. never walk alone, you know, in this world or any other world. And, you know, for me, it's that that awareness, there's a clarity in that and there's an energy along with that clarity and that's i feel like that that origin primal presence and intelligence yeah and it's 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 always here for us and as us walking with awesome. us
1: no no michael many of your paintings are inspired by space by star systems by yes. glowing gas clouds and nebula right so Um, Speaking about uh, the painting that I think think is called Orbital Resonance. So what's the story behind this painting and what is it telling us? Well, that painting
2: is a representation and a depiction in the center of that painting. Actually, there is a binary star system, which means two stars that are revolving around each other. And around those two stars are this nebula. And so the nebula is basically like being... Um, expanded out, being blown out from the energy and the light and heat of these stars. Mm-hmm. There's also a planet in the foreground, and it also has its own moon that you can see orbiting around it. And for me, this painting, the theme of it has also to do with like relationships, relationship dynamics. So you have the, the planet in the foreground, and you can see very subtle. There's very subtle energy that's kind of emanating up from the planet. It's it's like it's communicating and speaking to the space around it. Okay. There's also a communication between the moon and the planet, and also the planet and the moon and the stars. So there's this this like communication that's happening. This relationship that is uh, that's going on between these you know all these different four bodies, these celestial mm. bodies. And then there's all this gas clouds surrounding it, with this primal um, matter and elements of our universe. And so I really love to paint those elements and depict them because, for me, like they represent again their physical representation of the origins of our being and of our universe. And so to feel, for me, like feeling into that is is utterly essential. To like, to really get you know, for the, the purpose of getting in touch with who and what I really am, in this world, and so learning about space, learning about the planet, learning about the this, the this, this star that we revolve around, called the sun, is has been such a huge inspiration to my life, and you know, and obviously to my work, in terms of just getting in touch with that primal power of of our beings and um, expressing that. You know, like for me, like the space that we live in, yeah, it's an amazing like situation when you really think about it. You know, it's like you're you're (laughs) sitting on this on this planet, and we're in this this for all you know, like an infinite space of like this black void, and then we're revolving around this luminous ball of plasma that is giving out like unfathomable amounts of energy every second. Yeah. And, and it's just it's utterly profound to me, you know, but also like <laughs> the 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 darkness, the black space that we really live in, like that's really our home. You know, we live on the planet yeah. and we live in this space of black, of blackness. And so for me, that that space of blackness represents the unknown. Right. And so the unknown is, an, is a, it's a huge part of our lives. And yeah. sometimes there's fear around it and sometimes, you know, there's, we're okay with it and we're cool with it, you know, but a lot of times it can create anxiety, you know, in our systems, yeah. but it's the most natural thing. Like we live in it, you know? So I like, I feel like for me, symbolically, the fact that we placed ourselves in this dream, you know, living in this infinite space of black, yeah. it's like, it, it's like we've, it's a reminder that the unknown is okay, because we don't know something and we don't know maybe the next step to take in our lives doesn't mean anything's wrong with us doesn't mean we're not smart or incapable it's just simply a part of the evolving nature of of our our consciousness and our our lives and it's just part of life itself and so but what's beautiful is we also we have this luminous ball of light this radiance that we revolve around so we've created mm-hmm. ourselves to revolve around this luminous, like sphere of light, which is also symbolic of the light that we are, the star yeah. that lives within each one of our hearts, within each, that we actually are as beings, and so the star is is also something, a reflection of what we are, and always reminding us, you know. So it's so beautiful. We have this, you know, for the most part, this pretty balanced experience of the unknown.
1: Yeah,
2: at night. The darkness of space, the, vast, the vastness, you know, the depth of that, you know, and then there's yeah. also the the stars that are, you know, in the distance that we can, that we can look out and see, you know, all these beautiful like points of light and the magic yeah. that they are. And then we have the other part of the day, we have our luminous star that we're actually revolving around just flooding us, like we're just basking in its light. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I just think that this, the whole setup is pretty amazing how what we, I feel like what we've created as we, this is a reflective universe we live in and, uh, and that the reality of that to really take it in, really be with it and, and all the gifts that it has and, and all that it is showing us of what we are, Mm-mm. you know, that. That we can't see with our physical eyes. We can see the sun, of course. We can look out and see space at night, of course. That then there's so much more that we can't see. That is what we are, and so you know, it's like all these hints and clues, these visual hints and visual like symbols that we can see are pointed in something so much bigger that that which is what we are. And Mm -hmm. so that's why I love to get in touch. And that's why I feel like I've just been naturally drawn to and inspired to learn about space and to like, you know, even explore it in my own mind, in my own meditations even, and, um, just expand into, expand into more of it, explore more, discover more, and then to paint it. And so that's my, um, this continuing inspiration that I have to paint the images that I do and to take it further um, and evolve it even more, and just always about. For me, I'm always about how can I make the most powerful painting, the most like beautifully impactful painting for people to experience more of their beauty and their power through.
1: Got it, got it. And also, I mean, astronomy is as a subject is something that really fascinates me. Uh, the fact that our ancestors, like uh, five thousand, six thousand, seven thousand years back. Uh, spent a lot of their time especially at the night looking at the sky and yes. mapping the sky and seeing how the stars progress and learning everything about it uh and that's that's something that really fascinates me and that is something that I'm going to go uh, learn more uh, about you know the wobble of the earth and how it revolves around the sun as well as uh, the grand year and, and stuff like that so yeah. that field is 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 really fascinating but i think the universe uh, and just to know about space uh, helps us As humans as well because like you've uh, mentioned you know the earth is nothing but a blue speck and every time we feel as if our problems are like we're the only ones who are having so many difficulties and challenges and we we feel that it'll never end (laughs) all you need to do is just zoom out you know go far away in the universe and look at the earth which is nothing but a small blue speck everything everyone that you know of all the challenges all the good and the bad people (laughs) <laughs> We're on this blue speck, and we feel, and we get a knowing, a sense of knowing that everything is you know just going to be all right and that's one and the other thing is also the fact that the earth like you've mentioned is zooming through the universe uh which can be good but can also be uh, dangerous because there are belts which literally have asteroids and meteors and and huge pieces of rock and that can do some significant damage <laughs> to the earth and the fact that we have been you know relatively all right yeah is is something to be grateful of so absolutely
2: <laughs> so, yeah. absolutely exactly <laughs> yeah.
1: so, so, Michael, uh, you know, you're, uh, you know, obviously someone who has um, acknowledged his calling. You've, you've, you've uh, over the years evolved uh, amazingly well as an artist, uh, as as a creator, and you've got all these different, uh, uh, you know, works of art that you've brought to life. And there are many of our listeners who want to, um, in a way. Uh, you know, find their true purpose or their true calling or their true vocation, something that uh, really lights up their spark, uh, as you've explained. So what advice do you have for someone who wants to tap into, in this case, their inner artist?
2: Well, I would say first, acknowledge and be aware of just what naturally comes up in terms of joy, you know, within the heart and, you know, like how, how that joy then wants to express itself. Um, no matter what it may look like Um, and no matter even like when someone was younger, what it may have looked like then or what someone may have told, you know, it was looked like just really tuning in and kind of letting go of any preconceived ideas about it and really feel into what is my heart telling me? Like, and listening for, listening for that joy um, specifically, because I feel like the energy of the joy like that's where it's at, you know. Like that's the energy of our inner being saying, "Yes, this is who you are," and in you know, and listening to that. And I don't, you know, like so many people say that they, you know, maybe they might would like to paint or they can't paint or they can't draw like a straight line. You know, but it's not about drawing straight line. You know, it's it's about like everyone. We all have a. a I feel like we all have an artistic language, you know, and, you know, and specifically, you know, for drawing and painting, we all have a visual language and it's very natural and innate. And, uh, times, you know, people, when people doodle, they just dismiss it as I'm just doodling. But that's actually something very natural that's coming through in terms of like a creative expression, you know? And so one, number one, I, you know, I would say to not, um, not negate any of those experiences that someone may be having around, you know, some artistic expression and really listen, listen to the joy and follow the joy and act and act on that. You know, no matter what, even if it's like, I don't care if it's making like a, an image in the dirt with a stick, you know, like if you're in a, you know, all the mountains or something like that or hiking and you get the inspiration to do something like that, I would say just let it actually, um, let it, Come out in that way, in that form, even, mm-hmm. and you know, like, don't judge even what it what it looks like. And so for me, like, allowing the energy and expression to come through, you know, is um, so important. You know, no matter what it looks like, and uh, no matter how it wants to be expressed, but really, just again, listen to the energy and the energy of joy specifically.
1: So I should drive to read the entire show notes for today's episode, the inspirational quote the nuggets of wisdom that were shared, the book recommendation, um, and other pieces of wisdom that you uh, may not have been able to capture, especially if you're in transit, then go to my7chakras.com forward slash 269. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 269. And there you'll find more information about today's episode, including all the links that were shared. Action Tribe, over the years, I've connected with quite a few of you. And what I have found is that all of you are on this quest for knowledge and wisdom, just like me. And I found that the more books you read, the broader your perspective and understanding of the world, which is a very powerful trait. But sometimes reading an entire book cover to cover can take time, right? Which is why I want to introduce you to Blinkist, which is an app that provides you a condensed summary of an entire book with all the need to know information so that you can go through it in just 15 minutes. Isn't that amazing? Now Blinkist is made for busy people just like you who want to get the main points of the books quickly without reading the entire book. And with an audio feature, Blinkist makes it really easy to finish four books a day while you're on the go. They've got a massive and growing library and using this app is really convenient. And just recently, I read the book, The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene, one of my favorite authors, and Mindset by Carol Dweck. I use Blinkist when I'm on the go or in the evening as I'm ending my day. And I think you should definitely check it out. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com forward slash Action Tribe to start your seven-day trial. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S. T blinkist.com slash action tribe to start your seven day trial blinkist.com forward slash action tribe. Make sure you check this out action tribe because I love the app. Go to blinkist.com slash action tribe to start your seven day trial. Action tribe, I hope you're having a great time in today's episode where we are exploring art and how it influences our lives Now, we all know deep down that there's more to life than meets the eye, right? I mean, we have this knowing deep within. There's this unseen force that shapes, regulates, and orchestrates all the life around us. And we crave to know more. We want to know how it all works. We want to understand that, right? And the more intellectually we try to examine this mysterious energy, the more it seems to escape us. The more we try to use a magnifying lens, And use our logical minds to make sense of things the more we feel like we don't really know anything about the universe because it's so vast right like we're learning with all these beings and energies that shape us uh, shape the universe outside of us as well as within us so maybe it's time to take a step back and instead of finding out how we just experience it, we immerse ourselves in the dance of life, in the art of life, the ups and downs, the challenges and triumphs, the rapture and the awe, and we attune ourselves to the flow of life and everything that it has to offer because just like Joseph Campbell put, we are looking for a way to experience the world in which we are living that will open us to the transcendent that informs everything outside and inside. Yes. Right? So take a moment to uh, bask on that. And with that, we are at the last but important round for today, which is called the wisdom round. So, Michael, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received?
2: To treat myself as if I am my own best friend.
1: Thanks a lot for sharing. Uh, If you could turn back time and spend one hour with anyone dead or living, who would it be?
2: Well, actually, I would say my future self.
1: And what is that one thing you do in the morning or in the evening before sleeping that has improved the quality of your life? Meditation. And if you could recommend one book for our listeners, uh, what would it be? becoming
2: supernatural by dr joe dispenza
1: thanks a lot for sharing that that is definitely has been on my list but i haven't read that book yet so this might just be the push that i need uh, you said becoming supernatural right yes
2: that's it yeah that's the title
1: okay awesome so action tribe i hope you noted that name uh down uh this is the book that has been recommended Uh, becoming supernatural by dr joe dispenza and in case you want to listen to this book for free uh, if you want an audiobook for free know that listeners of my seven chakras get one free audiobook download complimentary from audible.com along with a free 30-day trial so that you can get to check out their service now they've got loads of books uh in on their library including The Chakra System by Ananda Judith, Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda, and a New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, including uh, Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. So in case you want to start listening to that particular book right away, to download your free audiobook, go to my 7 forward slash Once again, that's my 7 forward slash to start listening and start transforming your life. So Michael, thanks a lot for joining me today. It was great chatting with you, connecting with you, and learning uh, in a more deeper way what influences your art, what influences everything that you do. It was amazing to get that glimpse. Before you go, tell us one thing that you're grateful for and how we can find you.
2: I would say I'm grateful to be alive in this moment. And uh, the best way to find me is either through my website, which is michaelaubrey.com. And that's M Y K A L A U B R Y, or on Instagram, and my account there is Michael Aubrey Art. And on there, I share a lot of like in-progress videos and images and other other videos as well, and just basically like share more of the story of my work and uh, get, give other glimpses that aren't on my website. So, I'd love to connect with you there.
1: Awesome. So, Michael, thank you so much for coming on our show, talking to us about the healing value of art, the healing qualities of art and and really pursuing our passion and taking us one step closer to a human revolution.
2: Yes, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, It's been beautiful. And also thank you to everyone who's listening for everything that you are and all that you do and everything that is to come through you and totally support you in shining your light as brightly as possible here and now. Now is the time. You are listening to My Seven Chakras. Go to mysevenchakras.com. Download your free gift, get inspired, and take action. Transform your life today.